Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. The Visibility Factor podcast is brought to you in part by the 90-Day Visibility Breakthrough Accelerator Program. Do you believe deep down inside that you can have a bigger career, but you don't know how to get there? You can keep doing what you're doing, but what if there is a better way that could accelerate your progress? This 90-day program is a powerful experience that is unique to you and provides dedicated time to focus on your specific challenge. It gives you the time to develop big ideas and plans to execute them, including the tools, resources, and motivation needed for success. Hundreds of clients have used this same program to take them to the next level in their career and to create a better life. Join me in a 90-day experience that focuses on challenges like creating a strategic plan, how to lead an organizational change, or prepare for a career transition. This dedicated time will help you see new possibilities, recognize your strengths, and take away key insights that can be leveraged immediately. Are you ready to create a breakthrough for yourself? If you're interested in learning more, visit susanmbarber.com forward slash visibility breakthrough accelerator for more information and to sign up for the program. I look forward to seeing you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to leverage opportunities to show your value. I have so many conversations each day with people who are doing great work. They're really doing great work, but nobody knows about it. And when I ask them what they're doing to be visible about that work, they all look at me with this face that says, I know I should, but I don't. I don't have time. I'm busy. I know it's the right thing to do. I just don't know how to do it. All of those things, you know, I can just read their face after um, talking to so many people about this. And it's really a challenge for them to think about it. So what I want to talk to you about today is how to leverage opportunities to show your value to your management, to other people in the organization that are influencers, to people that have a big say about your career and opportunities that you may get for future roles or promotions or to put you on programs or projects that you want to be a part of. So let's get started with the choices that you make every day. So are you focused on doing the easy things that keep you in the background or the harder things that could put you into the spotlight? Now, I know this isn't always a conscious thought, but more than likely, the easy things are where you're going to stay. You already know them, it's your comfort zone, and for most, it would be considered the safer choices. The harder choices are what can help you be more visible, though. Those are the ones that give you more career options because people can see you differently. Now, I know that they're scarier to do, and they're going to require you to put yourself out there, but what if you did them well? I think many times we assume we're going to fail. Many times we think, oh, I can't possibly do that. I've never done it before. But what if you tried? What if people saw you in a new way because you tried them? Focus on doing something that pushes you out of your comfort zone, and it could provide you so many more opportunities. So when you look at those choices that you have in front of you, before you automatically choose, ask yourself which choice would provide you the best return on your time. Is it going to bring you visibility Will it make a difference in how others see you or not? 
Could you stand out in comparison to your peers? Don't hold yourself back from bigger things without at least considering what your options are. You always have the choice and choosing the option that scares you more may just benefit you in ways that you cannot even imagine. I've definitely had my own opportunities in that space where things were scary and I didn't want to do them. And the more scared and fearful I got about doing them, I held myself back. And once I did try them eventually, they really weren't that scary. They weren't that scary to do. It was the thoughts about doing them that were scary. So really pay attention and have some awareness about the thoughts you're thinking and really just think about, is it something I'm just thinking about? (laughs) Fear from before or something else I experienced that made me fearful? And what if I just try one small action towards doing it? I can always stop. But if you never try, you'll never know. I want you to ask yourself the question, am I showing my value or hiding it? Now think about how you're going to answer that question for yourself. If the answer is that you are hiding and not showing up in a big enough way, you get to do something about that. Imagine what can happen now simply because you stop to think about it. What actions can you take and how many opportunities could you gain by increasing how you show up in a bigger way? It was easy for me to tell myself that I was doing enough to show my value and I didn't need to do anything more. The truth is that I was hiding and holding myself back. It was easier and safer to self-sabotage new opportunities than to show up in a way that was uncomfortable for me. I wonder if I had asked myself the question, am I showing my value or hiding it? Would it have given me pause to at least explore doing something different? Now, you all know my story. I didn't know that I wasn't being visible until someone told me probably true for you. You might be thinking that you are being visible enough, but pay attention, look around, see if people are really talking to you about the great things that you're doing, or they are not talking to you about anything that you're doing. Those are some signs that you might need to pay attention to. Now, I know hindsight is always twenty twenty, so it's hard to say in my situation, if I had known that, would I have done something different? I hope so, right? I did something different once I did get the feedback. But now you have this question in front of you and you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for someone to give you feedback like I received. And I understand it's never easy to ask yourself the hard questions, but that's how you grow. I'm always amazed by the power that one question can have to shift the perspectives of my clients. I saw it just yesterday when I asked someone about these same topics that we're talking about today. And she just looked at me with this face of, I know I need to do this. I know I do but I don't have time. So I want you to just think about this for yourself. Are you letting opportunities pass you by? Because in every organization, there are processes that are inefficient, people who need training, frustrations about workload, problems that need to be solved. These are just a few examples. There are so many more in each company that exist. So how come no one's trying to solve them? The list of reasons usually sounds like this. I have a lack of time. I don't have the skills or expertise to do that. It's not part of my job, it's someone else's job. Or they're waiting and hoping that someone else will step in and change it and do something about it. But what if you stopped seeing it as a problem and inserted the word opportunity instead? Does that shift how you see it at all? When you think of it as an opportunity, it implies something that can be good for you. It implies something that you could see in a positive light versus a negative one. And then you get to decide whether you wanna take advantage of it. You could be the one person that solves the problem, process, or challenge that no one else wanted to do. I remember a former manager of mine said, look for the problems that need to be solved. 
When no one else is doing anything about them, you can step in to address them and be seen as a leader who takes initiative to improve things. Anybody in any department at a senior level is going to take notice of something like that. It's going to help you stand out in ways that you can't even imagine right now. This former leader of mine was teaching me about the importance of taking advantage of visibility opportunities. It's important because you gain visibility for what you did when no one else would. You get to show another side of your leadership and it can change how people see you. So look around and see how many opportunities exist around you that you could make an impact on. This is a leadership moment and you get to decide, are you ready to step up and solve problems or let the opportunity pass you by? So let's talk about opportunities and and examples of things that you could take advantage of because they often show up in unexpected ways and it's important to be open and adaptable to new experiences. You have to keep your eyes and ears open for potential opportunities, even if they don't seem immediately relevant to your goals. Sometimes these opportunities can lead to unexpected and rewarding paths that can benefit your career. Now, you may be thinking, you don't have time for anything additional. I get that. I totally understand that. However, there are several reasons why you might want to take advantage of these gaps and problems to solve or opportunities that no one's addressing. So the first one, achieve personal and professional growth. By taking advantage of opportunities, you can challenge yourself, learn new skills, gain experience that will help you grow both personally and professionally. Advance your career. Opportunities can help you advance your career by exposing you to new experiences, connecting you with influential people, and opening up new career paths. I definitely had that experience myself when I had a really major systems issue that everyone thought was related to my project, and we found out eventually it wasn't. But I had to own that because I didn't know for sure. And that experience got me a promotion because of how I owned it, even though it was difficult and challenging and it could have brought the company to a halt, I owned it. And that's an opportunity for you to think about opportunities that you could own too. Build confidence. Take advantage of opportunities that can help build your confidence by allowing you to face new challenges and overcome obstacles. Showing how you can do that just helps your confidence grow tremendously in those situations. Expand your network. Opportunities can allow you to meet new people and build relationships with individuals who can offer guidance or open doors for you in the future. Solve a problem. Opportunities may not come around often, so take advantage of them when they do arise. Make the most of that moment and potentially achieve great success. Now, I wrote a blog about Leslie Odom Jr., who is a star in the Hamilton production on Broadway. And he talks about the opportunities that may show up if you wait. But there can be more opportunities if you proactively seek them out. So he talked about his experience of being part of Hamilton and the experience where he was in the audience when Lin-Manuel Miranda sang at the White House. And that experience was something that he was so just taken by that he didn't let it pass him by. It paid off for him in a big way, right? He is one of the people that people recognize the most now for being a part of the Hamilton experience. So think about how you can take opportunities and turn them into proactive conversations. Have conversations with people about the situation, what's going on with it, who tried to solve it before. Is there something else I could do to get involved and help? Those are things that people pay attention to. So taking advantage of these opportunities can lead to personal and professional growth, career advancement, increased confidence, 
visibility, and expand your network at the same time. These opportunities are exactly what you need to do if you want to stand out. Now, wouldn't it be worth your time to at least explore what kind of impact you could have for your company and yourself if you took advantage of an opportunity? Now, I get it. The lack of time that people have is a real thing. It can help to review what is on your plate, and maybe you could let some things go that are things you could delegate, things that you could give to other people, things that no longer need to be done, but you think that they do. Because there are opportunities for you to let go of things that maybe you could delegate to other people who need to learn it so that you can demonstrate more value and you can grow and develop. So here's a client example that I have. Renee worked really hard, loved to be the one who had all the answers, and she prided herself on her subject matter expertise. It made her feel important that she had the information that others needed. This is very common among individual contributors. As Renee discussed her career goals with her manager, he mentioned a new project he wanted her to lead. He asked her if she had documented all the processes and procedures in her area so there would be a good handoff when she takes on this other role. She looked panic-stricken as she said, no, I haven't. If I put all this information down, then I won't be as valuable to the organization. Her manager realized that she didn't see the value that she could bring in other ways in the organization. Now, many individual contributors struggle with this. It's hard for them to let go of what they think makes them stand out. Because if you think about it, someone who's an individual contributor is performing at a high level. They're doing that because they've learned all the details, all the things that make that subject matter that they know very important, and it helps them feel like they matter. But what they don't realize is that holding on to all that knowledge and not sharing it with others may actually be the thing that holds them back from career opportunities. If no one else has the expertise that Renee has, she can't leave her current role because no one else knows how to do it. So this is the message that her manager shared with her, helping her understand that sharing her knowledge with others may give her new ways to show value, and she can learn new things even in her current role. Her manager encouraged her to start transitioning knowledge so she could be ready for new roles. She agreed and put a plan together to begin this process. She met with her manager a month later and shared an update about the transition of knowledge. He asked her how it felt to let go of the information and trust others with it. She said, It actually feels like a big relief to not be the only one who knows all the information. I didn't want to be away from work in case something came up, and now I can leave without worrying about anything. I'm ready to start working on the new project. I can see that I used all that knowledge as a way to keep myself in the same place. I was nervous to take on a new role and leave all that behind, but now I'm ready to take on new things so I can keep developing my skills. How many of you don't take a vacation Don't take a full day off of work because you are the one person that everybody needs to talk to when there's a problem. How can you share what you're doing with other people in a way that you have a backup or that your stuff is documented so that people know or that you have another place where you keep all your information that they can get to? It's not good for you to be always working. You need a break. You need to disconnect. Now, for the managers out there, you may need to check in on your team to see if there's something like this that is happening for your team members. Inspiring leaders to show their value in multiple ways is important. All of their knowledge will help them, but diversifying their experiences is key. Help them to find ways to be more visible so they keep developing their skills. Now, I also want you to be listening for problems, gaps, and opportunities. You may not see them. You may not know about them, but people talk about them every day. For example, your boss might say, hey, you know the metrics on that program are all wrong? We have to get those fixed soon. What if you offered to help? 
sounds like an opportunity to me. If you or perhaps someone on your team could take those metrics and get them straightened out, wouldn't that be a win for you and your team? People talk about opportunities every single day, but I think in those conversations, everyone assumes someone else is going to do something with it. Ask the question, is someone taking care of that? Is someone fixing that? What if you were that someone? Take on some of the things that are broken and get some credit for fixing them. Find a way to show what you've done, talk about it in a meeting so people can see that you or your team and talk about your team members if they are the ones who did it, how you helped the organization. You may have saved money, improved a process, made it simpler for people to do things, created something new that was needed that didn't exist before. Talking about that stuff is important. And I know that many of you are probably doing this stuff and just not telling anyone. Let's find a way to talk about it in in the right situations so that people know what you're doing. So I also want to talk about initiative because taking initiative to show what you can do is important. So what does it take for someone to lead? Is it just that somebody jumps in and does something and doesn't have to be asked? Senior leaders are always looking for individual contributors that jump in and start leading regardless of their title or role. Now, for people who are very conscious of organizations, they tend to sit back and wait for their boss to tell them to do something. And what I would ask you to consider is that you can start doing stuff now, wherever you are, whatever level you are, it doesn't matter. Find opportunities and start doing those things and talk about them because those are the people who stand out and are seen as having potential to do more and progress up the ladder. You want future leaders who take the initiative to learn, grow, solve problems, and execute. Now, leaders don't have time to tell each person what to do and when to do it. So anyone who has initiative is someone that, you know, your management is looking for. They're looking for people to take initiative and try things. In an article called Don't Wait to Be Asked to Lead by Harry Kramer, who is a professor at Northwestern and a former CEO of Baxter, he offered a roadmap of five things you can do to build your influence and start leading right away, taking initiative in these five ways. So he highlighted some different ways to do it. I added my own pieces into his topic areas because I think it's something that people just don't consider. So lead from wherever you are. Look for opportunities to volunteer for a project that no one is doing, lead a task force, come up with new ideas to close a gap that exists. It's going to get you visibility and give you a chance to start practicing how to lead a group of people to deliver on a goal. This is especially important if you've never led a team You can use that experience to show that you can lead a team, even if they're not direct reports, which honestly is way harder to lead a team who is volunteering to do something. You have to motivate them differently. It's not the same as if they report to you. Start offering solutions. Identify a problem that needs to be solved. It could be a process change, a simplification opportunity, a brand new idea that would add value. Put together a proposal, use your influencing skills to gain alignment from other people, and make a recommendation of how to solve this problem. Those who bring solutions also have the opportunity to execute their recommendations, gain visibility, and build confidence. Do some research. Minimally, you need to understand the company that you work for from a business perspective. Have you also considered that you need to understand the companies of your vendors and customers too? Understand your industry and how your company is doing compared to others. Are there things that you could do to help make your company more competitive? This is where you start to develop your strategic thinking and business acumen. People who are going to climb the ladder are going to need those two things and be able to demonstrate them on a regular basis. 
So start doing this when it's a bit safer, right? You are under the radar a little bit from getting super high exposure, but doing these things starts to put you on people's radar. It starts to give you opportunities to do more things. And if you're already starting to develop those strategic thinking skills and show that you understand business from a bigger perspective, people are going to recognize and reward that with opportunities. Build your network. We talked about that in the previous episode of the Visibility Factor podcast. So go back and listen to that if you need ideas. But most people build an internal network because they understand that is what helps them get things done. It helps them learn information. It helps them build credibility to progress in their career. Building your network externally is also important. Connecting with other people at different companies, but in the same function helps you have perspective and learn from each other. Looking at other industries to see what you can apply in your own industry or company can be very useful. Pay attention to how companies are maybe launching a product or launching a service. It doesn't mean you have to copy them, but is there something that maybe you could adapt for your company that makes sense? Be aware if you're talking to your competitors, though, that you don't share any confidential or competitive information. They, I'm sure, will be doing the same with you. So especially if you can work with people in other industries that are not a competitor to you, you can have much more broad conversations. Encourage future leaders. Continuing to build future leaders is a responsibility that all current leaders should take seriously. Think about the people that helped you along the way. They chose to invest their time and effort in helping you succeed. It's time to pay it forward. Help those who are coming up behind you now. Share the lessons that can help them move through that learning curve faster. Support their success, whether they report to you or are in your organization. Hopefully this gives you some ideas on how to begin leading, even if you aren't doing it already, taking opportunities to take initiative. Look at opportunities to help others increase their leadership and talk about it. Talk about your experience of helping them. They will talk about your experience of helping them too. So take ownership of your career and strive to be a stronger leader. It will help you stand out in a crowd. Ask for what you want and demonstrate that you are ready to take on greater responsibilities. Doing these things well will establish you as a leader, whether you have the title or not. So sharing what you do is an opportunity to talk about the value that you bring. Now, one of the myths I hear quite often is that visibility takes too much time to do. Leaders will use this language because they have the perception that it means extra work and they view it as hard to do. I assure you, it does not need to be hard to do or extra work. So I want you to consider that you can take small actions every day to be visible. We've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. You're probably having multiple conversations with different people each day. So every conversation that you have is an opportunity to create visibility and talk about what you or your team is doing to bring value to the organization. So think about something that you've improved, money that you've saved, an agreement that you've made, a decision that you've made, anything that you've done where you saw an opportunity and you did something about it, talk about it in those moments when you're having conversations. Look for opportunities to share information about what you did, your team did. There's no need to overthink this. Just make it conversational. So for example, if you're talking to your boss, when we have the upcoming leadership meeting, I plan to share that Mary on my team landed a new account last week. I think it will be great for them to see the impact that she is making after being here for such a short time, right? So I'm hyping up Mary. Mary works for me, so it's a really great thing for me too because I'm leading Mary. It's great for the company. It's great for our organization. So look at these opportunities to share information about what you're doing or your team is doing because it helps them get visibility too. You can also do 
something like share a status report or leave an update, an email or a Teams message or whatever other communication approach that works in your company. But the goal is to stay in front of your management and others to let them know that you're bringing value. So I just talked to someone about this yesterday about putting together a status report about what she's doing, but then also to build a proposal for where she sees opportunities to improve the process, making it more productive for everyone. Now she thought about it. She even thought about what she was going to say in a conversation, but she hadn't done anything yet. So hopefully out of that conversation, she's now ready to take some action. She's going to start taking some actions to send a status report weekly, to meet with her senior managers about what she wants to do and how she thinks it would help the team improve. Those are opportunities to not let pass by. So when you're thinking about something and you see it as a problem, slow down long enough to think about it and say whether or not you think it's something you should do. here's some visibility actions for you to take for yourself. So at the end of the day, spend five minutes being honest with yourself to answer these questions and your thinking is going to begin to shift. You're going to see that you can be doing more to be visible, even if it's only 10% more. The goal is to take action, even if it's a small step more than the day before. This is a long game and action, even if it's small, is what makes all the difference. So take a look for opportunities and see how you can take advantage of them to leverage more visibility for yourself and your team. Thanks so much for joining today on the Visibility Factor podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.